before we uh, before we get started talking about stuff. Um, but wanted to go ahead and get the stream kicked off so that we can uh, yeah so make sure there were no technical errors. So we'll do our introductions here in a minute. But welcome to the Bars and Stripes Fitness Podcast, the Lift Hard Speakeasy. This is the first um, live stream that will be turned into a podcast. Yes, Lindsay. Um, and we're basically just going to be doing our introductions so as to who we are, what makes us capable to talk casually about fitness on a podcast, and um, why we enjoy doing what we enjoy doing. But we will be uh, doing what every podcaster, YouTuber, streamer does, which is over time, we'll be upgrading our equipment. Um, so that our internet connection, um, the quality of the video is better. Normally I would shoot these things on my phone or my iPad, which has better quality than the laptop, but this allows me to stream directly to three different places, including one that I wasn't supposed to be able to stream to yet, which is YouTube. So by the way, <laughs> um, our parade float master is leaving the building. So, um, yeah, so we will be improving the equipment and the quality over time. Um, but for right now, we'll start off with what will inevitably turn into grainy audio and posted to uh, all of your podcast places. Uh, the way the, the the infancy of all podcasts where they all sound like they're underwater in the first episodes. Underwater they... in the bat cave with right. a crappy microphone. Yeah. So also earmuffs, there will be occasional, you know, swear words because army and powerlifter and strongman and married to her so we, we both have the vocabulary of well-educated sailors yeah um so before we do Lindsay's introduction first um we i'm going to go ahead and say for anybody who is in tuscaloosa who wants to come to the christmas parade we do have like i said our master float designer um just left the building so we will be part of the west alabama christmas parade coming up in tuscaloosa downtown tuscaloosa on uh, Monday, December 6th at 6.30. Um, if you want to come be part of it and wear some bars and striped shirts or cosplay as a superhero or villain, hit me up. Uh, we can always use more of those. Now, it's a bars and stripes army, so we'll have a crew alongside us. And, and the parade theme this year is superheroes. So if you've, uh, if you've got a superhero costume or garb you want to throw on, you're you'll be right at home with the rest of us which, all in our superhero stuff. But you know, how perfect is that? The first year that Bars and Tribes gets to do a float, uh, it is superhero themed. So It was meant to be. Who knew? It, it was meant to be. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, if y'all want to come uh, watch, it starts at 6.30. Uh, we are float 11.03, so we're parked on 11th Street. Um, but if you want to participate and join in, let me know. Uh, we hope to take home the trophy. I'm not going to spoil what we have. A lot of it is here in the gym, um, and it's going to blow everybody's socks off. So it's going to blow everybody away. Carefully, you can even see some in the surroundings. <laughs> in the surroundings, and it's not the rain fridge. Yeah, that's, that's hashtag half or Bjornsson. So, <laughs> um, but yeah. So anybody who wants to come watch or participate, we welcome you. Um, we even have our tacky red, white, and blue Christmas tree over here, so Absolutely. you can't see because it's right there. All right. So with that said, my name is Jacob Super Soldier Summers, and this is Lindsay. Amazon Prime, Summers, no longer any yeah. of the other last names. Um, well, technically, legally, I still am, but it's irrelevant, yeah. so we're not, we're not going to bring it up. Got to get that fixed. Yeah. Um, but we are married. Uh, we met because of fitness, and uh, we continue to stay married partially because of fitness, <laughs> even though she's a crossfitter. Um, and so, hey, yeah. We, gotta, we have a podcast now. We have to be able to cover all the bases. 
So yeah, um, I met Lindsay because I, when I started my website, my blog, I started doing weekly spotlights of everyday athletes, basically weekend warriors that got out and pursued themselves or pursued, you know, races like Spartans or powerlifting or gymnastics. Basically they weren't getting paid to do it. They just wanted to have fun and they either trained themselves or went and got, you know, training from somebody. And so um, somebody told me I needed to interview her and I did. And she and I became very close friends after that. And fast forward multiple years later, we're married. So that was probably what, eight years ago? Been, it's been eight years ago. It's been at least it's eight, years been ago. eight years ago. Um, but yeah, it's not more. I think I was still at regions. Mm -hmm. That's been a, it's been a long time. Ooh, we it's got a long time ago. We got one person from Twitch and one person from the Bars and Stripes Army. Hi. All right. So with that said, uh, we're going to go into Lindsay's introduction. And again, um, yeah, the video and the audio is going to be a little bit grainy this first time. But let us know if you can't hear us. Um, we are both going to speak up and we're in an echoey gym, but with that said, Lindsay's going to introduce herself, then I'll introduce myself and then we'll jump into Q and A for this first time around. So you'll have to forgive me. I'm just coming from my workout, which is why I am grooming in the camera. <laughs> um, and no, my, my workout, my fitness, uh, my desire to be in shape. It, well, it started off pretty innocent. It, it started off with a comment, probably the worst comment you could get uh, from somebody who's close to you, uh, which was, oh, babe, you can't do that. You're just not in good enough shape. And with a comment. Okay, stop. Sorry. I was looking at, yeah, anyway, continue. Remember those technical difficulties we said we weren't going to yeah. have? Look Number it up. one. Look it up questions as we go. That's Continue. right. Number one. Get that one out of the way. Now yes, we're good. Started off with a comment. Started off with a comment. Someone told me that I was not, wasn't in good enough shape to do something like that. And I think it was, the conversation was more like hiking to the bottom of the Grand Canyon or something because you know, just in conversation. And I was like, okay, I'm not in shape enough to do that. All right. Well, we're going to fix that. And it started out really innocently. Um, I set up my own programming and I started out doing 20 minute uh, beach body, Jillian and Michael's videos, uh, 30 day shred and whatever, T25, uh, Sean T videos in my living room uh, for 20 minutes a day and just watching my calories. And that kind of morphed into a lot of different things. From that point, I kind of started trying to figure out what all I was capable of. And so that morphed into doing Spartan races and that morphed into doing personal training with a, um, with a sponsored Spartan racer that turned into CrossFit that turned into roller derby that turned into a lot of different things. So I've, I dabble in everything. Um, there's kind of nothing I'm not down to try at least once. So I'm not certified in anything. I'm certified in life. I get out there and, you know, I, I've tried everything. I was an athlete growing up. Um, I played softball and some church basketball, but mostly softball my whole life. And um, I was just an athlete, athletic and outdoorsy, did, you know, kayaking and paddling and things with my dad. It was always, we were always an athletic, uh, an athletic bunch. And so that's just, you know, that's my background. I have no certifications. I'm just, you know, down for fun, sweaty, working out. So, I mean, that's my introduction. I, I'm, 
I do. I currently do CrossFit. Um, we are on hiatus from roller derby until the, fin- the first of the year, and then we'll be doing roller derby again um, with the Druid City Derby here in Tuscaloosa, Druid City Dames. And uh, shout out. And um, <laughs> don't look at me crazy. You know you're going to do something stupid, too. Um, <clears throat> my brand is stupid. Not Carson Stripes, but my brand is big. Anyway, you built that brand. Built you built that brand. brand. The Andy Dwyer of fitness. It's the truth. The truth words. So, but yeah, we, um, yeah, I'm down for pretty much anything. Can't wait to start doing sports. <coughs> so that's our, that's our next goal this next year. We're trying to get back to doing some Spartan races. Absolutely. So crossfitter, Spartan runner, uh, roller derby player, Jillian Michaels enthusiast. So yeah. And what was what's the expression that you had on your shirt uh, during your Spartan race? That's like your motto. You can and I will. Oh yeah. Or Go she ahead. believed she could, so she did. Well, my my I have several tank tops, several shirts, several pictures of me in the shirt that says "I can and I will." It's my favorite shirt of hers. Yeah. So. It's yes. the one that's got barbed wire holes in the back from doing Spartan races. That's my favorite, too. That was when I knew she was a worthy competitor to be able to marry me. That's how. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, with that said, uh, I will try to make mine not in- intentionally verbose. Um, but <laughs> good luck. Yeah, good luck. I'm a talker. Everybody knows. Also, shout out with the shirt to uh, my friend Sheena, uh, the thrifty dietitian on Instagram, uh, who is a wonderful dietitian and knows that the shirt was made for me. So she got one. Self-love is my superpower. Mental health, as important as physical health. Um, so uh, my journey uh, basically began slightly before I left for the Army. I was in, I mean, I had played sports on and off growing up, uh, but I never really stuck with any of them. And then right before I graduated college, I decided I was going to go into the Air Force. And I wanted to become a combat controller. So be the person who jumps in, lays the airstrips, jumps back out, not jumps back out, but flies back out. Um, Practice, trained for that test, had to swim, had to run, had to do push-ups, had to do this and that. And I trained for it and passed it. But then I had the world's shittiest recruiter who wanted to stick me in another job after he verified that he could get me a slot there. So I went Army instead. Uh, So I had worked out some, but... It was very minimal. It was enough to be able to pass that test, and that test was not exceedingly hard. It was mostly the swim. So yeah, fitness was spotty before the army, um, and I did my first half marathon the day before I went to basic training. And so for the next two years, I fell in love with running. I went and ran five k's, ten k's, thirteen so half mile or half marathons. Oh, my first full marathon, and then around 2012, I went to go do my first triathlon. Well, that went miserably. I practiced swimming all the time, but I did not practice in the open water like we were doing at Big Sur. And for anybody, or not Big Sur, uh, Santa Cruz. So everybody who's been to Santa Cruz or on the West Coast in California in the choppy cold water is not the same as swimming in a swimming pool. So I decided that I was going to put on muscle, which obviously muscle sinks a little bit more than fat, but I wanted to be able to have the form and the muscle. Basically walked away with my Batman complex that I was going to get strong and lean and muscular and so i found the reddit body transformation fitness challenge which was basically you have i think it was 12 weeks uh to set a goal and then try to reach your goal and i set the goal of adding on 15 pounds of muscle i added on 15 pounds it was mostly muscle but anybody who's ever done a messy bulk knows that there's some fat involved 
after I did that, I added on 15 more. After that, I added on some un unintentional more, but I started to get strong. I started to go working out with uh, several of my army buddies, the few at the time that wanted to go working out because military intelligence and not all, not everybody wanted to work out. No hate on the people who are watching this who might have been from that time in my life, but y'all know some of y'all preferred Xbox and beer to go into the gym. So I would even go work out with some of the Marines. Well, I went through Bruce Lee's workout plan, which most people didn't realize he had a workout plan. Everybody thought I was crazy and showed that he had that. Went through Chris Evans' workout plan. I went through basically everything I could find in bodybuilding.com and I uh, joined a website called Photocracy that was basically a social media uh, fitness website uh, that um, was also kind of gamified and that you could earn XP from your workouts. Um, and then I fell in love with powerlifting and decided that I was going to become a trainer and that if I was going to be a trainer, I needed to compete in each field for at least a year so that when I trained my clients, I would know what it felt like to tell them that they had to go into a calorie deficit, that they had to fast, that they had to do cardio so many times a week, that they had to lift these heavy loads. So I decided to start off with powerlifting, um, went to a federation where there were four lifts that added the overhead press, loved it. It was much more wrestling style. The Federation, I don't even remember the name of the Federation now. That's going to kill me because somebody watching this will know. Charlie, help me. Um, and then continued to competing. Uh, did my first amateur bodybuilding show um, uh, when I was up in Washington, which is pretty much where all my competitions were at. Um, and uh, yeah, and then when I came back home, I hit the ground running doing powerlifting and bodybuilding competitions. I also did strongman up in Washington. I did a couple up there and then it was a couple of years till I did it again. And then again, powerlifting has maintained bodybuilding and strongman has fluctuated. Um, but yeah, it started out of the desire to not want to be weak, um, to want to be able to both have strength and technique. And the last uh, six months before I got out of the military, I spent 24 hour guard shifts studying to get my personal trainer certification, got out, um, worked for a gym that could not afford to keep the lights on, much less pay me, which is no shame on if you're watching this, I'm not going to say your name. It's just the truth of the matter. So I spent the next, God, it's been 2015 that I got out. So I spent the last six years um, working every job I possibly could, 80 hours a week. Um, some of them were fitness, some of them were not. I worked for nutrition stores. I worked as a janitor. I worked as a server while continuing to get my certifications, um, insurance adjuster, insurance um, safety guy for a good old boy construction company. Um, and um, yeah, so I've finally, um, I kind of went through a metamorphosis after my youngest brother died and decided that I was going to start reevaluating everything in my life. And when it came time to uh, I finally, I was at a point where I was working as a server at a restaurant and it was slow during Christmas. And I decided if I'm going to be broke and miserable, I might as well be broke and happy that I can literally just start from the ground up and there's nothing to lose. So I applied to every gym I could from between here and Birmingham, an hour north. Get, got a job at Crunch, transitioned from part-time there to full-time there. So from freelance trainer to part-time trainer to full-time trainer to training manager to studio manager now over at F45 and with the goal of being able to do my own thing. Uh, so, um, yeah, so with that, um, I have my, I have personal trainer certifications from NASM, ISSA. Um, I am working on a corrective exercise certification and like two or three others. I've actually, yeah. Nutrition. Nutrition and, and corrective exercise. Uh, 
don't remember the one that I got that's not personal trainer from Nissa. There's I've got two through Nissa, one through NASA, and like three more I'm studying for. Um, I have competed in over 12 or 15 powerlifting competitions, probably more. Uh, five to 10 strongman competitions, countless 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons, two full marathons, five or six bodybuilding competitions. I've trained people to do that as well as trained myself. Um, I've got current powerlifting uh, athlete clients that are showing some real promise too. So yeah, that's my story. I live to work hard, live free, stay hungry. But uh, my method with my mentality and I'll shut up in just a second so we can answer questions. Mine was way longer than hers. Um, Told you. Then again, this is my mission, my life purpose. And yeah. So and your podcast that you could be as, as boisterous and as, as mouthy. Literally as what I eat, sleep, and breathe for. As a matter of fact, I literally train clients and trainers in my sleep. Like Lindsay will wake up and I'm running both clients and trainers through training. And anybody that knows you, <clears throat> is not a is not a... Kind of a bragging point. <sighs> Even my subconscious is training people. But... My whole mentality is to make people, yes, I want them to look happy, be happy with themselves when they look in the mirror. So aesthetics are important, but I want them to know what they can do with their body. So move weights, move themselves, uh, quality of life so that they can move upstairs without getting winded, power lifters, I'm sorry. Um, and so that you can, you know, hold your kids, your grandkids, your nieces, your nephews, your kids, nieces and nephews, and, or your friends, kids, nieces and nephews and all that. Um, but I also play the long game and I play the mental health game. I believe that your mental health is as important as your physical health, possibly more because when your mental health's in line, it affects everything with your physical health. And the long game, I'm going to have you push yourself, but not break yourself because if you break yourself, it costs us time and training. And we are doing this so that it's sustainable, consistent, but ambitious progress over time. So that's, yeah. Yeah, got a couple mottos of bars and stripes. Let's work hard, live free, stay hungry, because we can and we want to. You know, play the long game, rest, reset, repeat for Jay over there on the wall. So, yeah. With that said, we're going to go into some questions. We're going to see. I'll start with the one that um, Heather put up on here. All right, so Heather. AKA a kid, a cat, and a dog on Instagram asks, pay attention to the skill or throw the damn thing away. Do you want to fill this one first? Well, I'll, I'll give you my take on it. Um, when, when I was in the middle of my transformation and I, I don't think I mentioned what I said before, but when I started, I was, I was, I was over 230 pounds. I did not weigh at my heaviest because I, I didn't, I didn't, I stayed away from scales and I stayed away from mirrors. I didn't really like looking at it. Um, and so it just wasn't a thing. Scales were not a thing I wanted to deal with. Um, but if you're, if you're in this and you're trying to do it legit and, and you want to know where you are, if you're, if you're legit trying to, to lose some weight and, and get in shape, um, I think it's a good measurement for progress, but you can't fixate on it. Um, I do, I actually have a new scale coming in right now, as a matter of fact, because the one I have is, um, this one's got a, all the fancy bells and whistles and whatnot, but um, yes, I, I think you should 
don't fixate on the numbers too hard, um, especially if you're if you're getting bulkier in muscle, if you're putting on muscle mass rather than just trying to lean out. Now, again, I say this, my transformation, when I started doing this, I was doing mostly cardio. I was running and uh, doing things that were that were going to, um, I was not trying to put on muscle. I was only doing cardio things. So my cardio was helping me drop the pounds pretty quick. Um, but again, product placement, <laughs> hashtag half the Bjornsson. Anyway, continue. <laughs> um, but no, it really depends on what you're trying to do. If you're, if you're, if it's something that if you're trying to lose weight specifically and you're counting calories and you're doing a lot of cardio and that's your main goal, that's your only goal is to see the numbers go down on the scale. Then yeah, keep it around. But again, don't fixate on it. Um, but it really depends on what your goal is. Yep. I would definitely say the scale, uh, measurements, metrics are not the issue. The scale is the issue because it is one number and it does not give you the whole picture. It is your weight. First off, if he's still watching, I do want to say, yes, you were there for this part. How's it going, Gaffney? Sorry, I just saw this a few minutes ago. So Gaffney was the roommate in, uh, at Monterey. Oh, okay. So he's the one I watched hockey with all the time. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, so, um, but yes, so it's not the whole picture. It is one number and you're putting, pinning your entire worth on one number that doesn't tell you how much of that is bone, muscle, fat, water. Uh, you're likely not keeping an accurate track of exactly how much you went up and down. Like you might right. be rounding up half a pound or you might have been thinking about last Monday instead of the last time you measured. You may not be looking at the big picture. Like what did you weigh four weeks ago is way more important than what you weighed last week versus this week. So, and, and depending on the kind of workout that you do or the, you know, uh, for women, uh, the time of the month, depending on where you are in the time of the month, you're, you're I say that all the time. The weight, on the, scale does not, the weight on the scale does not necessarily reflect, um, where you are physically. It just, it, it's, it's different. Um, we have, we have, I have a love hate relationship with oh, we have two people off YouTube weighing on, on a scale scales are they're good. Again, if you're, if you're keeping sort of a loose track on what you're doing, um, but it's not hundred percent accurate. It's not a hundred percent accurate science. Well, and it ties into the other part of her question. Cause she typed like Heather, you typed like eight questions, but one of the other ones was why does your weight go up if you're working out and reducing calories? Well, that ties into that exact question, which is okay. So there's a couple reasons your weight might go up, even though you're working out and reducing calories. First off, did you reduce them too much? Because there is such thing as overdoing your caloric deficit, in which case your body is going to hold on to those calories because it goes into survival mode. Your body is designed to stay alive. So if you're starving yourself and not eating enough, which is a fight, a battle that I have with every client and they all lose, I end up winning in the end, um, is that you need to fuel your body to eat. Almost everybody who heeds that advice and eats before they work out and throughout the day with sufficient calories ends up losing weight because it throws your body into a metabolic drive. Basically your body's chewing on something. Your body has food to burn. You want your body chewing on something, but also you need a proper caloric deficit. And the other thing is it may not even be actual fat that you're putting on or anything that you're holding onto. It could be muscle that increased. Like you literally could have increased muscle poundage. 
the other thing is, as we get older, there are just certain, a little bit of extra weight that our body's going to hold on to. And the last part is that it might be, in addition to menstrual fluctuation, there's just the regular water fluctuation that both men and women experience. Because I, when I, back when I was doing bodybuilding, there would be a, when I was weighing myself twice a day in the evening before I went to bed and right when I woke up, there would be days where I would measure myself before I went to bed and wake up in the morning three pounds heavier. I know I didn't gain fat or muscle in the course of eight hours. Now, did my body, is it possible that my body, you know, rebuilt some of my muscle? Yes. Did it rebuild three pounds? No. So that's water fluctuation. You're going to obtain water overnight. So it's, it's not the whole picture. And you can be doing everything right and gaining some. Now, that's not to say that you that's always the case, but you have to throw it into perspective. So but none of these, even if you go to like, um, what are your supplement stores and do the in body machines? Those are not 100% accurate either. But again, it's something, it's a good basis to start out if you're going to track. So like if you go and you do, you know, uh, you get your base measurements and you kind of go in regularly and track yourself from there, you can track your progress without necessarily, because you're, you're never going to get an accurate weight or an accurate body fat composition as opposed to muscle. Um, those machines are just not, they're not... I don't know, sensitive enough to, to give you yeah. uh, the best, most accurate reading for that. Um, they have some really scientific, like they have to put you in a, a saline or a, a salt water tank that floats you. And then it tells you exactly how much, but none of your, your probably chances that you're ever going to get to actually use one of those is slim. So the machines that you have, you have to know that there is some inaccuracy going into that and your scale is the same way. Um, your scale is never going to accurately measure you. Um, but for, you know, tracking yourself and, and keeping up with it from day to day, week to week, it's not a bad idea. Um, but again, it, this really depends on the person. It depends on the goals that you're trying to set. And it depends on, yeah, it depends on what you're doing. Um, some people don't like to know the numbers. They don't like to see the scale. They don't like to. They, it's all about how your clothes fit and how you feel. And if that's you, fantastic. And I think we all go through cycles. We all go through periods where I know personally, I have definitely been through those periods <coughs> where I wanted to track myself every single day. I want to know where I am. I want to know, um, you know, what my workouts are doing and where my calories are and, and where I am with it. And then there's other times where it's a it's all a matter of how you feel how your clothes fit and and you know just a general sense of you know being how you how you feel in the world how is your mental health yeah. so and if that's something that you don't want the scale around you don't want to look at it then don't don't feel pressured to do it just it, it's all on you um yeah. to have an effective workout plan you do not have to have a scale and you do not have to weigh yourself regularly. That is a total personal plan. I, my opinion, but I feel like- As a personal trainer, I disagree. I say don't get hung up on the metrics, but metrics are there. I, I mean, tell, I agree. It's like I tell everybody to take the first progress picture. Nobody ever regrets taking them later. Everybody regrets not taking them. I agree. Same with beginning metrics. If, if all you do is the first metric and you don't weigh in for another six weeks, that's fine. I ideally do it every two weeks, three weeks tops, but I'm not it's saying not the, never it, do it. Yeah, it's not the end picture, but yeah. 
it, it's definitely a key component of it. You need to be able to track progress just like yeah. with your lifts. Like it's, it's well, useless if you're not so logging how much you bench press, squat, deadlift, curl, whatever, not out of ego, but so that you know, hey, well, I did 25 last week. I can go up two and a half or five pounds. Right. So. Well, and that's like I said, it may not be, I'm not saying never do it. I'm just saying don't, if it's not something that you do regularly or you don't want to track regularly, then don't. You know, that's, that's a personal preference. Yeah. I've definitely been on both sides of that. Like I, I've been where I tracked every single day and wanted to know where I was. And I've been where I don't want to look at a scale. I don't want to be around the scale. I don't have any, I don't have any desire. The, the scale doesn't define me and both ways are fine. Uh, it depends on your mental health and where you are and you just have to listen to your body and know what you need at the time. Yep. Well, we spent a lot of time on the scale there because there were like eight questions. Um, we'll circle back around to that if we have some time later. I do want to hit up some of the other questions because there were, were some meaty ones, not super science meaty, but ones that I know you wanted to bite onto. Um, I am going to delve into Brittany, uh, aka B-Rex. She is one of my clients that I've had for a very long time. I call her B-Rex because she did arm day uh, and looked like a T-Rex afterwards. And first name being Brittany, she's B-Rex. If you've ever seen me in all the pictures where I wear the uh, the uh, chubby unicorn shirts, you can thank her for that. That's so, right. um, so one of her questions is finding motivation on low motivation days, how to really push through and get gym done on days there is no joy in it. I'll say this. Do not do. There's that balance between your mental health and your physical health. Because a lot of people, I'm not going to like be fluffy, duffy and tell you, oh, no, you should never go when you're not feeling it. It's bullshit. There, there's a difference between holding hands um, on something, which I consider to be the, the, the negative end, and the positive reinforcement that goes, hey, don't beat yourself up over it. The gym will be there another day. Um, go home, binge Netflix, eat your ice cream, your pizza. You just need a mental health night, just like you need mental health days. So there is a place for that. There is a place to go, hey, I'm, I'm skipping this one. It's not like I'm not going to hit the gym several times next week. But if that is the case, or it's one of those days where it's not go home, take your mental health night, but you just need to get after it and you're just not really feeling it. The way I always describe it is, First off, you end up making some of your best gains, some of your best progress on those days where you're not quite feeling it, but you go in and do it. I had some of my heaviest deadlifts, some of the best squats, bench presses. Lindsay's had some of her best CrossFit wads. Uh, when CrossFit, uh, whenever we she don't hate, okay, we're, this is a this is a no hate zone. Where she's come, or where she didn't feel like it, she'll text me and say I didn't feel like it, and then I went, and then she talks my ear off once we get home about how well the wad went, so and how sore she is, and how her legs are broken. Always, um, always. But um, thank you, Richard. So first off, know that because fitness is a matter of mind over matter, uh, both literally and figuratively. Um, figuratively, as we can all understand, literally, and that you are training at your central nervous system to control your muscles in your body. And it's proprioception is just a key concept. So in addition to that, you are training that mental resilience. Also think about it as a key component of your life. Just like people who invest in personal training, you have to view it as an investment. Like this is an investment in my health. Whether or not you're doing personal training or training yourself, this is a time investment in your health. I'd say, do you skip meals? Why would you skip training? Except I know some of you do skip meals and that's not good. I do that sometimes too. I have to practice my own discipline on the same things. I practice what I preach, but you wouldn't skip putting gas in your car. 
you wouldn't skip maintenance on your car if it like if the tire blew off you wouldn't just go driving it with metal screeching down and if you do i want a youtube video of that um so it consider it a part of your your daily or weekly practice now you don't have to go ham with it and go i'm going to train five to seven times a week pick that's part of the being able to maintain it is the pick the consistency that you know you can reasonably do it at don't bite off more than you can chew ahead of time and then commit to it being part of that daily maintenance of your life like going to sleep on time like your diet like you know you need to spend time with your dogs or your kids or reading that book or just like there's at least everybody has even if not everybody's great at all those things everybody has some ritual that they keep in their life rituals that they know are key to their mental health view it as that view it as just a part of your day whether it's 30 minutes or an hour that you do anywhere between two and five times a week and find a modality, find a method of training that is actually going to work with you, work for you, and that you're going to stick with. That's how I have most of my clients is that I've designed programs according to them, and they know that it's going to be something that engages them. Now, it doesn't have to be fun and entertaining all the time. I'm tired of entertainment fitness. But at the same time, it needs to be something you enjoy doing the modality, that you're just not going to be bored shitless it's at a frequency that you know you're sustainable. And then it is actively working towards your goals because none of that matters if it's not something that's working towards your goals and make it a part of your, your regular routine. So, um, The only advice I have on days like that is set small goals. Um, if you set your goals too high and then you don't hit your goals, you feel worse about it. So if you, if you set small goals and then get to your goals, great. And if you set small goals and then maybe you don't hit your goal, then, you know, at least you don't feel as bad about it if you don't do it. Um, motivation is one of those things that I have definitely had days where I've sat in the parking lot of my gym and called him and was like, I just really don't feel like being here. And then I talk to myself and I'm like, well, I'm already here. I might as well go ahead and, and go get this workout in. And some days you have to be you have to be more gentle with yourself and go okay i'm just not feeling it today um and generally those tend to be the days when i am harder on myself for not hitting a lift that i want to get or um you know not finishing a workout under time cap or you know crossfit things but um you know those are the days that maybe you need to be more gentle with yourself and say, you know what, it's okay if I don't finish or if I, if I don't hit my PR that day or, you know, any number of things. Um, be gentle with yourself. No, it, I'm going to pull a social media thing out here. No, if it's a no bones day or a bones day. And uh, if, if it's a no bones day, be gentle with yourself. And that's, I mean, what, just, that's what Jim was referencing. Sorry. You've never seen Noodles the Pub? No, I've not. It was a friend's. You, it was June's Instagram story the other day, and I did not get the reference. I just you, said, "You oh. need to know about. You need to know. You need to have your gym set up." I mean, so I, got, can, I got. I got the can, context. I know, just. I don't know the reference. You can know the environment of the gym based on noodles and whether or not it's a bones day. It's okay. We'll we'll bring you into the loop. It's I am okay. not it's out of the loop. Okay. I have been busy it's setting okay. up a gym. Okay. It's okay. Um, it's all right. But yeah, the other thing is, and. I kind of hit on it and then I lost the point before I turned it over to Lindsay. Like I was trying to dig it back up. Accountability is the other thing. So just like Lindsay goes to CrossFit classes, 
uh, so that she has a class and a coach waiting on her at a time. And just like with clients, they know that I'm there waiting on them. And with class structures, you know, you've got um, group fitness, you know that you've got a trainer there and a set class time and everything else like that. And you can do also do the same thing with a workout buddy. Like find some form of accountability that's not going to be like, you know, you got a Catholic school teacher, <laughs> Zach. Um, so I got a Catholic school teacher wrapping you over the knuckles of the ruler if you don't go, but just somebody who's going to know if you don't go and is going to encourage you to do so, or is in the best case scenario, going to actually work out with you um, so that you've got somebody who is waiting for you and somebody you can pass the time with. There's a train in the background. So this, uh, this gym is, it'll stop in a second. We are on a railroad crossing. Literally there's a railroad right out the back door. If I was doing this on my camera, I would absolutely spin around and walk you out the back door. So. In a second, it'll stop telling everybody that, hey, I'm a train. It's there actually it really cool, but... Annoying sometimes. annoying, especially the train we had one time that uh, had something like 75 Abrams tanks or some type of tank on the back of them. I should know better. Um, I just don't remember. If I could see it, I would know what it was. Um, but... Yeah, no, it, when, when they're super long and the train conductor just decides that he's just going to lay on the horn, it's annoying. So it's but like again, we got we're, dubstep on a train. Yeah, so. we're, we're right on a, a crossing, so they feel the need to signal a lot that they are, hey, I'm a train and I'm coming. So, yeah, we, we know. Yeah. But. Um, so I'm just looking through some more of the questions and continuing to advertise for the fact that we're online um so the one of the other questions was oh we got a slew of questions and i'm having to pick and choose to try to feed a narrative uh not a narrative but so we can kind of make it flow so um what is a good workout schedule including rest days um how long should a workout last and how long should you rest between sets i'm going to love all of those together um because it kind of ties into what is a split and programming so what is a good workout scheduled including rest days aka what's a good split well that's going to depend on your goals and at the risk of saying wibbly wobbly reppy weppy timey wimey um to borrow from the great doctor. Um, there are a thousand different ways to skin a cat when it comes to fitness, both in terms of the actual methodology that's proven, uh, the science behind it, because then you have to take the fact that your individual body responds to things differently. You have to take your goals and your background. So you get people who do like the rocks split uh, for a week now, which is actually the workout I'm doing for myself right now is legs and then chest and then that or legs and then back and then arms chest and uh shoulders uh and then he has a second leg day because he's a sadist um i love leg day two leg days is sadistic um so you would have somebody who would split it up like that somebody else might tell you that instead of working biceps and triceps and arm day together they would split it up so that you had chest and tries or chest and bias and then you had back and tries or back and bias so that you were working your agonist and your antagonist muscles so basically this the reciprocating muscles so that you were working those on opposite days so that they weren't working against each other i like working them out at the same time because then i know that it's working out that i always have something left in the tank that i would be able to curl more next time so 
the best way to split it up is to find out exactly, and I did a whole video series about this a while back that I'm going to re be redoing, which is purpose, plan, um, yeah. I'm gonna have to go back and dig that up. But basically it starts off with what's your goal, what's your plan to get there. And so then you have to like, basically if you know that you can only work out three days a week, then you're gonna have to fit all the muscle groups in the three days. Um, if you're working out five days a week, then you're going to want to fit them into five days, or you might fit it into three and hit uh, two other days where you hit up the other muscle groups you really want to focus on. So it's also going to depend. Are you trying to get strong? Are you trying to get big? Are you trying to lean out? In which case, cleaning out, you would want to focus on the muscle groups, but you'd also want to focus on cardio. If you're trying to get big, it's not so much about the muscle groups that you're working on so much as focus or get, get big get strong if you want to get strong it's less about the muscle groups and more about performing those lifts it's a performance a maximal strength thing in which case your split might look like bench press squat deadlift or bench press squat deadlift overhead press uh you might do bench for maximum effort um and then your deadlift for volume and then the next day it would be flipped so it's all about your goals and how many days a week you have to split that up. As far as how long should a workout last, Jason Statham's mentality is 30 minutes, um, or as long as it takes to do the workouts, no more, no less, which I agree with. That's how all my conditioning workouts are programmed. Um, also, there's, uh, there's science to prove that basically for if you're doing hypertrophy, after about 45 minutes, your body stops tearing down to rebuild muscle and it just tires out like you're still going to rebuild muscle afterwards but you're not getting anything else volume wise out of it um but if you're doing a powerlifting or strongman workout it might take an hour hour and a half two hours um this is the last one i'm going to answer and then you can weigh in on these um how long should you rest between sets ha this is one of my favorite spiels this is science um atp We'll call it the fuel in your muscles. Always mispronounce this, but adenosine triphosphate. Yeah, sorry, slightly dyslexic. Um, the fuel in your muscles um, is stored when you eat, so it's automatically stocked up before you work out. Well, then when you go to exert yourself and it drains the ATP in your muscles, the good news is the fuel in your body can automatically rebuild that and refuel those muscles, uh, but it takes about 60 seconds to regain 90% of that ATP and a whole nother two minutes to regain the, the last 10%. So 90 or one minute for 90%, three minutes for 100%. So if you're doing bodybuilding or you're doing conditioning or Tabata or endurance style stuff, like you can rest, you know, up to 60 seconds and then be fine. You can do less than that if you want to. Um, it's also about lactic acid threshold buildup. So I'm not neglecting that. I'm just addressing ATP right now. Um, but if you were doing strongman or powerlifting stuff, you're going to want to rest at least two minutes, if not three minutes, to get the full 100% back before you go after it again. So, so that was these top three questions, if you have anything you want to add. Um, and that was from Layla, by the way, my favorite pink-haired vixen. So, uh, well, good workout, go ahead, sorry. A good workout schedule, including rest days. That, to me, feels like a, what is your schedule and what are you going to be able to do? Um, you know, there was a time in my life when I did two a days. I would get up in the morning and I would go and do my cardio in the morning. I would run on the treadmill and um, then I would shower at the gym and get ready and go to work from there. And then in the afternoons, I would go hit my CrossFit class and do that. Um, it really, it, it depends on your schedule. Um, I would say if, 
it also depends on the kind of results you're you're wanting to get too. If this is just a get back into doing things, get back into moving your body, a couple days a week. Um, but if you've got goals and you want to continue on that, I would say up that. Um, you do what six days a week? It's supposed to be five days. I hit at least four days, if not five days, just because of the busy schedule right now. But mine's ideally a five day a week program. So. Like I said, I hit the rocks minus the second leg day. So it's legs and then chest or legs and then back and then arms and then chest and then shoulders. So, yeah. Well, mine, let's see, I'm doing one, two, Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday, I usually take as a rest day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then I usually take Sunday, but we're about to, um, after the first of the year, we'll start doing roller derby stuff again. And once that happens, Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday, and some Sundays we'll be doing some things. So I won't have a whole lot of rest days. I'll have to build in some rest days at that point um, because I'll I'll go from I'll, I'll yeah I'll you have to build it around your schedule. You have to build yourself in rest days. You have to have rest days. Um, I know some very in shape, very fit people who do not believe in rest days. But I also know that you're not doing yourself any favors and you're not going to progress the way you want to if you never give yourself time to heal and rest. You have to have active recovery. You have to have some days where you don't do things, where you you drink your water and you stretch maybe, um, and that's all. Maybe do some light walking. Go to the grocery store and do your grocery shopping on that day. That's plenty. Um, But yeah, I'd say work it into your schedule. Uh, And as far as sets and reps and stuff, that's all him. He's the one with the certification and the the knowledge on all of that. So he... So, but no, I think he... Tripping headfirst through it for years at a time. Hey, that's the best way to gain it, though. You didn't just get it from a book. You actually did it. Well, both both a book and tripping head first through it. So, well, I mean, you have the you have the the book training, but you also have the knowledge that you've done it, you've experienced it yourself. So, that's cool. <laughs> Whatever. Talk about if your head gets any bigger. It's not going to fit in the little screen here. All right, I'm going to. So, I'm gonna because we're going to end on this note. Um, I'm going to let Lindsay answer the very last question that I know she's been dying to answer. Um, and I'm going to pull it up so we can read it verbatim. Um, cause she really wants to answer this and I definitely want this to come from a female perspective, but then I will chime in my two cents because the majority of people that I've trained are women. It's not that I don't train men too. I just, I train a lot of women. Because I like training women who want to get strong. And there's a lot of trainers who are men, unfortunately, who will discourage that or humor them or hit on them. And I don't do any of that. I want you to get strong. I think there's nothing cooler than having a female client who wants to get strong and has eschewed the, uh, the societal norms of, oh, we look bulky, which is where this is going. <clears throat> My biggest pet peeve question of all time. Doom, doom, doom. Parentheses directed to some women's concerns. If I lift weights, will I get 
too bulky. And go. I love this question. Love this question. I love this question because this is how I have a job. And I'm, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna I lean in here and I talk to you close because we're friends now. Questions. The only way you as a female are going to get bulky from lifting. Thank you, misogyny, for giving me a job. Anyway. Is is if you are intentionally lifting to get bulky. Let me say it again. If you are the only way that you are going to get bulky from lifting weights. And now I, I follow a, um, like a women of CrossFit page on Facebook and they have some of these new ladies that come on there and they're like, Hey, I've never done CrossFit before. I'm about to start. Um, I'm really worried that I'm going to get bulky. And I'm like, okay, here's the thing. Um, I really feel like now genetics plays a part in all of it. If you go in and you're doing these things correctly and you, you know, you may, you may put on some muscle. That's, that's a, that goes without saying, but unless you are intentionally working out multiple, I'm not talking about you go in for your 45 minutes and you spend 10 of it putting your bag up and filling up your water bottle and tuning your iPod to the right kind of music and whatever, and then lifting your 10 pound weights for 30 minutes. Sorry, ladies, you're, you're not going to get bulky doing that. Um, unless you have a very good handle on your diet and your macros and exactly the kind of nutrition that you should be putting into your body, you're not going to get bulky because 95% of getting the physique that everybody wants, or they think they want the, the, you know, muscles that are filled out, the lean, the abs, the defined muscles, that's all nutrition. I can tell you hundred percent, for sure. I have experienced it. I have been there. I have done it. It's nutrition. You have to watch what you're eating. You have to. And I, and I don't mean cut your calories. I mean, if you're going to get bulky, the very first thing that most folks do when they're trying to bulk is they eat lots of food, lots of protein, lots of calories. And being a female, your the very last intuition that you have after you've done all that hard work at the gym, the very last thing you want to do is go eat a whole bunch of calories because you feel like you're going to get fat. Well, I promise you, unless you are intentionally doing it, you're not going to get bulky. Now, let me, let me go back behind all of this. I can't preface it because I've already been there. I've already told you how I feel about it. Um, Look how we said 30 minutes and we're almost an hour. Yeah, I'm not even yeah. upset about it. Continue. I mean, it is what it is. Brevity is not our friend. Anyone who knows us knows that that's, it's not something that we're good at. So they know. Um, but I don't personally don't think that there is anything wrong with having a good, strong, defined musculature on a female or on a male. Um, it personally, I would love to have you know the same kind of physique as um like gina carano so 
I find, I, I think it's, it speaks to your, your personality and your dedication to your craft. And if you, if you get in into the gym and you decide that you want to craft yourself into someone who has a defined um, musculature, it takes a lot of hard work and anyone who can achieve that is dedicated to their craft and it takes a very, it takes a special type of person. Um, so I'm, I'm, unless, unless you are very intentionally trying to get bulky, I don't think you're gonna. Okay. So got 10 minutes left tops. Cause we do need to go home and let out the dogs and eat. Um, I wrote down my points both because I wanted to remember them. You could tell that this is a hot topic for me, but also so that I can get through them quickly. Um, my, the way I usually hear it is not, well, you look too bulky. It's, is this going to make me look like a man? Well, first off, it's 2021. I hate that. I hate that so much. Get the fuck over it. Yeah, come on, guys. Like, I'm not saying gender norms don't exist or anything else like that. I, there's there's still obviously, I would look at Lindsay and go, she's a lady. And people can look at me and go, I'm a man. But at the same time, th those lines are so much more blurred that you have the freedom to explore what you want to. But And that's a topic for a whole other podcast. whole other podcast. That's a whole other topic for Gender norms, podcast. which ones are real and which ones are, yeah, anyway. And how they apply to fitness. Um whole different one we'll probably have an actual social 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 worker or therapist on for that <laughs> there was a j in the word social um and yeah we'll we'll address that very appropriately um we'll give it we'll give it its due time yes but first off muscle looks good on everyone i don't care if you're a man woman transgender black white asian straight gay bi if you're an adult if you're if you're a kid, if you're elderly, I don't care who you are, muscle looks good on everyone. I have not seen a single person that had traps that made me go, oh, it looks like Quasimodo, or that doesn't look good, or a set of shoulders. They don't have to be chiseled like Daniel and Bailey shoulders, or traps, the rock, or me, whatever. Um, muscle looks good on everybody, uh, just because it means somebody's been, it's A, looks aesthetically great, but it also means somebody's been practicing discipline and consistency in their exercise and their diet. It's a status symbol that you can't have taken away from you unless you stop doing it, but somebody can't literally walk up and take it away from you. Right. That's called murder or, you know, what was it? Repo, whatever, the organ, whatever. Uh, focus. 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 Anyway, so organ harvesting. <laughs> so Again, whole other podcast. Second off, uh, if it's about attraction, with whoever you want to be attracted to you i do kind of get that but i also kind of want to say and this is my personal opinion so this is not me forcing it on anybody but at the same time you're going to attract better people in general i'm not it's saying consistently i'm not it's saying consistently but first off focus on what makes you happy that's where i'm going with this is, right. yeah i get wanting to be attractive but i tend to find that you no know, they're still scumbags are going to be attracted to you whatever if you're in shape but you're also going to attract some people that understand what that means that work, that discipline, that consistency. But first and foremost, it's what matters to you. It's what you want to look like or what you want to do in the mirror. It's your body. It's Which your body. brings me to the next point, and I am trying to fly through these. Yeah, if you are bulky or look like a man, okay, but now you can perform. So if that's if you get over the hump of I'm going to look like a man or I'm going to be bulky, well, know that now you can bench press squat and deadlift a shit ton. Um, 
but it doesn't have to get to that point because a it's not going to happen overnight i know plenty of female bodybuilders who have been trying to look like a man for 10 years to be able to step up on stage that haven't been able to so and even when they did finally hit that point there was a point at which you can stop the beauty of fitness is that you can hit your progress your progress you can hit a certain point where like this is the way i like to look i can stay here for a while and be fine but yeah so where do you look i was just trying to see because one of the points is the whole between like a fitness model someone who has a defined musculature and has you know maybe defined abs and you know all of that sort of stuff and the female bodybuilders who look like a man a man um that's not done just naturally there is some performance she stole the point i really wanted to get to i'm sorry i was trying to look to make sure that i didn't i was building to that point but but so yeah that's what peds is performance enhancing drugs so performance enhancing substances okay steroids didn't know what your uh radiation i am not anti-steroids anybody who knows me knows that my stance is if you're going to use them use them responsibly intelligently preferably prescribed by a doctor even though there's that legal gray issue whatever but above all else your health and don't be a dirt bag and compete in a tested federation whether it's bodybuilding strongman or powerlifting and not compete in a drug tested federation if you know you've been using my opinion you shouldn't even be using it up until two or three weeks before and then stopping and then going into a tested if you've been using it all you need to go into a non-tested federation non-tested competition my opinion sure i'll get hate for that from somebody even playing field even but most of the women that i know who are pro bodybuilders the ones that end up looking like a man because there's which is usually what people when they say that they mean bulky and veiny um or on some type of performance and it's not it's not always to the level of steroids but it's something performance enhancing um there's also the different methodologies if you're doing crossfit you might get bulky but it's going to be about leaning down and it's going to be about performance if you're doing strong manner powerlifting yes you're going to put on size if you're doing extreme bodybuilding you're going to be putting on size if you're doing conditioning tabata hit circuits you're not going to be putting on as much size you're going to be leaning down it's going to be a good compromise so that's all about that the other thing is that women hold on to and this is my last point really i think i hit everything else but women hold on to more fat naturally anyway um, on average, and these are not exact numbers, but on average, spitballing, women hold on to at least three to five percent conservatively, more like five to ten percent more body fat than their male counterparts' equivalents. I could be sitting at three percent, and Lindsay, looking the same leanness, would be sitting somewhere between eight and ten percent. Um, women hold on to fat more naturally, so it's going to be harder, more stubborn for you to get rid of that anyway. So. Who? All right. Yeah, that that bulky question. That ruffles That's why our, I have a job. It ruffles our feathers every time because being in the industry, being around it and studying it and knowing it the way that we know it. That's such a loaded question. But it is like, so rewarding when people finally do believe me on that and go, "Oh, hey, so I can do that." So no, it's it's still over here. Oh, yeah. So I was just looking to see um, if there were YouTube comments. But yeah, it just it's one of those that you have to be intentional. You have to be intentional about your workouts. And I mean, if you know what your goals are and and you know how to work toward them, bulky might be something that you want. I, I would personally, I'd love to have a little more bulk in the major muscle groups, my shoulders and 
quads and things like that. My booty. I got, I definitely inherited a flat butt. So. Well, with that wonderful note, flat butt. Yeah, let's end on that. I inherited a flat butt. Thanks, mom. Um, I, I did not. And I didn't. And then I developed an even better no, one. No, he. America's ass. He, I can bounce quarters of bullets off this thing. Thank you, Tina. He inherited a great booty. And then I developed it into my own. Anyway, so the yeah, acid can squat 600 pounds. Anyway, so <laughs> on that note, we're going to go ahead and end for right now because we are approaching right at the hour mark. Uh, we intended to keep this 30 to 40 minutes. We ended up having fun both doing introductions and going off on spiels on questions and answers. So next time it might be a little bit more structured or we might leave it more Q&A. We'll find out. But uh, look for this to be posted on YouTube later, um, at, which is Bars and Stripes or Bars Stripes Fitness. Uh, if you look at the URL. Um, on all of our socials, so Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, it's Bars and Stripes Fitness LLC. Um, and yeah, and then look for this. I don't know how quickly we're going to get to this part. It's going to be a matter of me figuring out all the procedures. But look for this uh, wherever podcasts are served. Um, <laughs> it will be called the BSF Lift Hard Speakeasy. All separate words except for BSF. That's just one word, um, one acronym. Uh, so the BSF Lift Hard Speakeasy podcast. Um, and hopefully then you can listen to it in your car. Um, I doubt it. But anyway. Or any number of we don't like, have, true crime podcasts. We don't have Will Wheaton. What? I said, or any number of the true crime podcasts I listen to. want to go ahead and get a shout out to get it out of your system. All of them. Like. Like Crime Junkie. Pitter patter, let's get at her. More, come on. Or My Favorite Murder, or Morbid, yes. or Anatomy of Murder, or Jensen and Hall's Murder Squad, or. If any of them end up listening to this or watching this, I will shit my pants. Anyway. Me too. All right, cool. So she listens to those all the time. I listen to fitness podcasts. She listens to true crime murder podcasts while Truth. we're falling asleep. Truth. So, Truth works. Anyway, yeah, look for us on the socials. We're going to be posting the videos anywhere that we can load the full length video. Um, and yeah, we're gonna try to do this same time next week. We'll see how it goes, um, but we are trying to do this weekly and we'll keep it between 30 minutes and an hour. No promise which end that'll be on. So <laughs> uh, I'm Jacob Super Soldier Summers and this is? Lindsay Glamazon Prime Summers. Yes, and as always, I love you guys. Roll tide and work hard, live free, stay hungry. Bye, folks.